O-T-M Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. I know we broke your heart, tears rolling down your face. You know I'm coming over to make sure you're okay. You don't have to wait. I'm a crazy day. I'm a superman. You know a day. You're on my way. Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Then, of course, we'll be discussing our question of the day. And we welcome the talented Walt Anderson. And then later on, learn more about UBuzzing, a platform for independent and signed artists to showcase their music. Uh, as always, I want you to call into your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. Definitely call in. Call in and let us know what you think. Also, just connect with us on uh, social media, Facebook, The Stephen Knight Show, Twitter, Stephen Knight Show, SHO, and then we're on Pinterest, we're on on Google+, and then, of course, our official website, uh, thestephenknightshow.webs.com. So definitely connect with us. Now, I also want to remind you, because we're coming up to uh, the, a- the ATL Tides Entertainment Awards, we have been nominated, Stephen and I show, we picked up two no- well, nominations for the hottest online radio show, and then uh, me as an artist had picked up two nominations for hottest male vocalist and hottest rising superstar. So definitely uh, go to atltides.com and, .com and uh, vote for us. We definitely appreciate it. Now, TK, what's going on with you? What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. And this Parker's on too. What's going on, Miss Parker? I was about to say I'm on time this time. You just don't see what I'm I know. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, Miss Parker. Hey, happy Monday, guys. Happy Thank Monday. You. How was yours? We made it through. We made it through. It was good. We made it through. We made it through. But it was good. Before uh, we got. My first day was great, actually. It was very exhausting because, you know, when you start a new job, you have to learn everything, their processes and, uh, you know, just how they how they operate. And of course, they put me to work already. But it, it, it's, it's cool. I have a really nice office. I was telling you, you know, I'm on the sixth floor um, right across from self in Buckhead, right? And so I can see from my office uh, the street. And I was, you know, I'm multitasking on these conference calls and training. And I'm wondering why this I say, golly, traffic must be bad. It's like three o'clock because these cars are not moving. And I, and I that's the something ain't right. And then I realized I was looking at the parking lot. <laughs> I told him not to tell anybody else that story. <laughs> I didn't think I jumped. I I gotta laugh at myself. I couldn't believe it. I said, I'm looking dead in the parking lot. I said, oh. <laughs> but oh, uh, but no, uh, it, it was cool. to get there, but I'd have to go on until 9.30. And okay. then, but coming back, you know, 
right when you're at the Lennox Mall area, it's a little congested. But once I pass that, you know, it's moved down. It's moved awesome. down going back. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Glad you had a good first day. Congrats again. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate, and you sent me a text this morning, you know, wishing me a good day. So I definitely appreciate that as well. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, we're short staffed. Janera's out today. She's not feeling well, so we hope she feels better. Adam was out of town. He's been traveling out lately, so he didn't get to see him. He's turning into Miss Parker. Right. And then, <laughs> and then A-Rod, A-Rod's studying for uh, midterms. Yeah. and you eat right 
and, and you protect yourself against those outside germs and viruses, you should be okay. That's the first defense. And then, mm-hmm. you know, sanitary. Be very sanitary in what you do. Should be well, okay. people, are, people are going crazy about this uh, Ebola. Um, we think about this story. Akon, he was performing in Africa uh, for some uh, democratic thing they had going on. But he performed in a large, big, a bubble, a huge, like, hamster ball he performed in. And people went to, took to Twitter and basically went in on him. They thought it was disrespectful. But, you know, he was trying to, allegedly trying to prevent getting sick because 3,000 people performed for him. What are your thoughts? He said that he, he said that that was part of his act. He was like, I'm from Africa. I will never, um, I will never intentionally insult my, my people or um, do something that, that would be offensive, offensive to them. Apparently, he came on stage without the thing, or at some point he was on okay. stage with the bubble. So it wasn't the entire time. The whole time. People were just okay. taking, taking the pictures that they saw and just running mm-hmm. with it. So he said that it yeah. was part of his act. Because okay. I, think, I think what the bubble was, the bubble was thrown over the crowd. And they right. rolled you know, in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Right, that was part mm-hmm. of his act. Okay. Oh, he was okay. in a party bubble. That's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a man, he was caught on video um, taking feces and smearing it on, biker, on bikes trying to... Uh, taking what, excuse me? Feces. Why would he do that? Because he was trying to spray bowling. But does he have it? Only if you have it. Uh, he, he, uh, he was in touch with someone from Africa, he said. So he was caught on the video. Foot, foot, there's footage of him doing this. Where, where was this at? I, I have to look and see exactly, but I'm looking dead. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a video. It doesn't say a word. People are crazy. People, People are, are crazy. crazy. I think he gets mentally ill because there was another man yeah. who was going around the airport um, injecting, trying to inject people with AIDS, HIV. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's crazy. It <laughs> That's crazy. randomly just walking up to people and, and using a needle and, like, saying now you have AIDS virus and walking off. Like, I'm sorry. The Mr. Mr. Poopy Chucker needs to be locked up, and he needs to be fed that same feces that he was throwing for a whole Yeah. Exactly. Right, that is crazy. That's horrible, horrible. But we're, we're going to talk, because we're short-staffed, after uh, movie reviews, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, some hot topics and our question of the day. But uh, TK, take it away. Yes, sir. I went to go see the feature film uh, Annabelle, which is from the Insidious uh, franchise. It was Insidious, and then it went to The Conjuring, and from The Conjuring, you have Annabelle. Annabelle is basically about um, a doll, an antique doll, which is worth a lot of money. It comes from a string of three dolls. Um, and the particular dolls are worth almost millions of dollars because of their rarity and their antique status. Mm-hmm. So um, there is a situation, a domestic um, break in, and there's a situation where um, a cult member breaks into the home, and bad things happen. And she is actually a part of a cult, and she actually does something to the doll. I don't want to tell too much, but she does something to the doll, so therefore the doll now has a spirit, and she torments because she wants a soul. I found it to be very entertaining. I give it a thumbs up. I brought my sister along with me to the movies, and she's much like Miss Parker. She does not like horror films, uh, but even at the end of it, she had to say that it was a good horror film. It scared her, like, and she's by no means into it at all. But she oh, gave it a thumbs up because it was it was really <laughs> scary. 
And just going back in time over various movies, this subject matter is not old to the horror genre. Yeah. And I do mm-hmm. actually believe that this these things do exist. So if they said it was based on a true story, I actually believe it. And, you know, I always love my movies that are based on true stories because it, it just makes it more interesting. True, not true, not going to see it. <laughs> you know what though? I read some I read some pretty bad reviews on that movie. Like they were like, you know, um stay home or you know, rain it when it comes out. But I went and saw Gone Girl. I don't know if you're gonna go into that next. Did you see it this weekend? Gone Girl? Yeah, no, that's my next film. That's my okay. next film. Okay. Yeah. Oh, did you see you it? About? I have never been my melon have never been messed with so much. Ever, I, I can't say the word on on the show, but it's a mind. You know what? It mm. is crazy. It is crazy. It's, it's a very interesting movie, and it definitely will keep you at the edge of your seat. It's one of the one of those movies where like it's so different from what we are usually going out to see. So I think everyone should go see it. I think it was an amazing. It was amazingly done. I heard it was better than the, the book because I went with a couple of people who read the book and said that the book gives it away pretty easy, but um, the movie did not. It's pretty long, but it, keep, it the first 30 minutes starts off slow, but the rest of the movie really keeps you engaged. They did a great job. I love to wow. hear that. Wow. Wow. And, and Tyler Perry's acting, because you know, I have to I have a question. He, you know what? He did, that's the most amazing performance I've ever seen him in. He did a wonderful job. Like, he played that, he played that role very well. It wasn't, I wasn't listening to him and thinking Madea at all. That's good. <laughs> which, which, yeah. Was, yeah, which is good. Wow. Yeah, because cause usually I always see Medea when I see him. Because, you know, especially when he starts talking loud, I still hear Medea. But you're saying that it was totally different this time, huh? Totally different. You you wouldn't even put the two together. He did an awesome job. Yeah, I believe that comes from him not having too much hands-on. He can just come in as an actor and do his job. I think that's, right. that's not, not part being, of his time. Right, his, his script does seem to be a little drag queenish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you get anything coming up? That, I know you said obviously that movie. Anything else coming up? Uh, I also did see um, The Maze Runner. Um, okay. I know Adam reviewed that last week. I also thought that it was a good movie. It kept me very entertained. It did leave you, like Adam said, with questions, simple questions that they could have addressed in the movie to help make the storyline a little better, but I give it a thumbs up. It's going to be entertaining. And then you with questions as to what is going to happen next. Which one is this? The Maze Runner. Oh, okay. What, did you see the Equalizer, too? I did see the Equalizer. I saw. I reviewed the Equalizer the week before. Oh, okay. So you, uh, I, I don't remember you speaking about it. How? What was your? What were your review? I thought that it was good, it was entertaining, but it, it, it mimicked Man on Fire to me because I've oh, seen yeah, Denzel down this road. Okay, I remember. It's the number one movie I should beat out um, Gone Girl, so I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. Well, Denzel will do that. Oh, let me tell you this. So my, my, uh, my family, we always do a lot of um, group texting, and so the other day I was trying to watch a movie, and my mom was saying that she went and saw the Denzel movie, and she was talking about how he's still fine. My sister replies back that he's getting old and he doesn't look as good anymore. So they're going back and forth. I'm having to keep checking my phone to see who's texting me. It's them going back and forth whether or not Denzel is still fine. <laughs> I mean, he is starting to look his age, but I would never say Denzel is not fine. It just doesn't sound right. 
I'll never say he's not fine. He could be 80 years old, said, but ooh, Denzel's fine. But you, you also have to remember how it works. How it works is he has a fan base that's his age bracket, and right. if he ages, they age along with him. Yeah. yeah. So he's exactly. taking them along with him. Exactly. Well, let's get into a few more hot, hot topics. I have a few things I want to discuss. So I don't know if you all have seen the trailer for Real High Plaza of Atlanta. Have you all seen it? I have not seen it. Yes, right. I did was... see it. And, um, and I actually spoke to um, – Portia's publicist, who was a friend of mine before the trailer came out, I was asking if she mm-hmm. still. Yeah. And so she was like, "Yeah, she is. She's, you know, she's, she's. We just actually filmed something." But then when the trailer came out and she's not on the promotional, right. um, um, I read online that she's in part. She's not. A, she's not considered a cast member. But she right. does have. She does make appearances. Right. Oh, so right. she's like what Marlo was. Yeah, yes. she's no longer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you think that's because of that fight? They said that it's probably because um, she took she took a full time job with uh, Ricky Smiley, I guess. Does she, does she have a full time morning morning show gig now? Well, I know it's not Ricky. I don't think it's a Ricky because you know the new uh, girl on the block, Claudia Jordan, she's a co-host of Ricky Smiley show, and from oh, okay. she. I don't know. They made some suggestion that she got a full time morning job. job. Now, so I don't know. Okay. Because even on the in the trailer you can see they have some beef because apparently Claudia starts dating Portia's ex husband, um, Cordell Stewart. So oh, wow. That just seems so that just seems so staged to me. Yeah, even and in the trailer, I was like, What? You're right. And in, in real life, in real life, you really don't want to believe that these grown women, these successful grown women are this messy. They can't be this right. Messy. Right, right. And then Portia and, so and Kenya, petty. they're still at it. They're still at it. Portia and Kenya. Apparently, Portia in this season is having an affair, I guess, in light of everything that's going on with Apollo. And then the last the last scene in the trailer, he's actually approaching her, and she's like, get away from me. But she, it was like a heated kind of, you know, exchange. So I don't know, but it definitely looks like they'll be having drama this year. Will you be watching? She needs to go ahead and divorce him anyway. Yeah, well, they're saying that. Oh, they're saying that she's about to dish all the dirt on Apollo because she's doing a upcoming interview with Ellen DeGeneres on her show. It's going to be taped on uh, the 14th of this month, and they'll air on the 15th. So she's supposed to be doing a tell-all. People are kind of, uh, you know, question that because Ellen DeGeneres is not known for like a whole, you know. Yeah, she's down. not messy. Right, and 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 try to, well even like a like a Diane Sawyer or something like that to really dig in deep. Ellen's more playful and fun, not well, really serious. But Ellen might get more more tea from her doing that. <laughs> Diane <laughs> Sawyer doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, she's gonna be on there, so all the people that want to know, watch Ellen on the fifteenth. So you all know that Wiz, Khalifa, and uh, Amber Rose they're divorcing, and uh, and. Amber tweeted that the mornings are hard, and it feels like she lost her best. No, her best. Her she feels like her best friend has died. Yeah, I mean, I think any breakup or any breakup or divorce is tough. You know, I, and these celebrities go through these divorces, and people just think that they are superhuman or something, and right. they're going to bounce back. But you know, everybody's happy. You have to remember, at the end of every picture you see on t- on on the internet or anything. There's a real person behind that with uh-huh. real 
just as you would feel if you're going through a divorce or a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think at times we just need to just let it go. Just let them, give them time to figure things out and heal. Exactly. There's so much talk about what happened. And at this point, it doesn't matter. They've made a decision right. to not be together anymore and just, it's none of our business why. They know why, you know. And right, so the same right. thing with, with Mariah and Nick, the same thing yeah. with uh, with Jordan Sparks and her and, her boyfriend. You know, he's mm-hmm. just like, he's they over it. He's over all the back and forth rumor that she's speaking about it. And, you know, he wants her to just not talk to anybody about it. And he just feels like people break up all the time. We're 24 and 25. We've been together for right. a couple of years. There are a lot of 24 and 25 year olds that are breaking up every day. It's, you know, they're going through the same thing, but their business is not on the internet and people are making exactly. of what yeah. happened. So that whole, that whole spotlight relationship, it, it takes the relationship through like warp speed. They go through it real yeah. quick. And I think it makes yeah. it harder for these celebrities. If you notice a lot of celebrities, when they go through breakups, they get in another relationship really quickly. I right. think because they never get the chance to heal, and it's always like they're looking to move on because it's so much. Like it's hard to move on when things are being in your face. So I think the only way they're able to move on is just to get in something else. And right. that way, yeah. you know, the attention is now on their new relationships of the old stuff, and they're able to just, you know, put it aside and move on, but not really moving on. So exactly. I, I sometimes feel really bad for them. Mar- Mariah looked a mess. So I saw a recent picture of her, and I think she's going through it. And well, did, you, did you hear the video of the yeah. crack? Yeah, well, no, it was a bunch of cracks. She's, she's currently <laughs> doing a Japan, a Japanese tour, and, um, I mean, there are clips on YouTube, and she's – I mean – and, and it's not like, you know, it's the one thing if you're sick and you, you know, you, you can just say it where you, that you can tell she's hoarse. It's not like she doesn't even know how to sing. It's that bad. And a lot of people think it might be the stress of dealing with the divorce. And, and she did, but she did do a tribute, uh, well, a cover of a Billie Holiday classic. And she, you know, it's online. You can hear her saying, she changed the words and said, I know you cheated him out. She said the word, you know, during that performance. So, you know, that's caused speculation. And then, of course, Nick. He had that big tattoo of Mariah on his back, and he's changed that to something else now. So, well, but I do agree with you, Miss um, Parker, that these still are people with emotions. You know what I mean? And and, right. and to have the world speculating on what happened and what's that. But I also think at the same time, they do need to cope, but they should keep it private. They don't want people talking about it. You know, like tweeting and doing things it's in concert. Hard. It's not hard yeah. to keep. It's kind of hard to keep it private, though, Stephen, because. Um, you know, when so she's like voice, it's already out yeah. there. But like, what happens is some of them do get sucked up into the rumors and what what, what right. happened and right. that stuff. Yeah. So she's probably now sucked up. It probably was never even about cheating. But all right. of this stuff, I'm cheating with Amber Rose and all that stuff. That's you know, true. they're human. They're human. So I would be yeah. like, what? And he, you know, then, then you start questioning your own, like, what what you know to be true. You right. know? Yeah. Thank you yeah. with, uh, with Amber Rose and where's Galusa? Khalifa, they they released some girls' pictures. It was mm-hmm. yeah. twin sisters saying they are the girls that he cheated with. Now, how do we know mm-hmm. that that's random girls that, you know, I don't know. It just seems so yeah. out there. I agree. I agree. Well, here's another story. Um, I don't know if you heard about the there's a lesbian couple in Ohio. They're suing um, a sperm bank because they, you know, submitted to, um, to have, have sperm to conceal a child. And the sperm bank made a mistake and gave them a black man's sperm. And so they, they have a, a mixed child. And although they say they love their child, they love their child, they're suing because they're in a racist community, they say. 
and they need money to move because they're they're scared oh. of raising their stuff in that area. I think that's because you yeah. pay you pay it's like paying for a service that you did not that's receive. A lot of money I don't think it has yeah. anything to do with race. And yeah. I saw the comments on online were really, really nasty. Oh, so they're lesbian and racist. Like black people are so quick to yell yeah. out racism. It's like that has nothing to do with it. Right. And we need to start putting ourselves in people's shoes and having a little bit more compassion and thinking more than just being paranoid about people being racist all the time. Put yourself mm-hmm. in their shoes. You pay thousands of dollars well, for a service. I mean, let's let's look at the the country that we live in. By the, from the country that we live in, everybody's entitled to how they feel. If they are racist, that's even more right for them to sue. Because why would racist people want a black baby? We we live in America. They have a right to be racist. That's the right. That's how they feel. If they have a yeah. black baby and they're racist, even that's even more rights for them to sue. But yeah. it's funny because I don't think these people who are making these comments on uh, Chica, I don't think they even read the story. The story people right. came across as loving parents. We love our child, but we paid for a service for this. It's almost like buying something that you didn't get. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I see where exactly. it's coming from. And it's like you pay for a service, and and it was oh, I, I know it was a mistake, but there should be some kind of damage, some kind of compensation for damage. And not to say that the child is, is damaged, but there are going to be some things that are going to be that's going to have to change with how they plan on raising that child. So exactly. yeah, this may be a part of that. And it's like I was so disappointed because it was just so nasty and just so mean and just so so out of context of what they were saying. They never right. said. I don't want this child. I've seen, I know people who have adapted, white people who adapted a white child, when they got a divorce, they took the baby back. I know wow. that for sure. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, now that's, now how how would you, you know, that's two separate things. They never said we don't want the baby or we're going to take the baby back. They could easily put the baby up for adoption themselves. They could easily mm-hmm. do that, but it wasn't, it wasn't that. It, they just really feel like they're they going to afford to move. changes that they can't afford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and some people were saying um, that they're set, they're setting, they're, they're basically setting, I'm sending an image to a child that you weren't good enough, so we're suing. I didn't disagree with that. I didn't never, I didn't agree with that one. But that was, I was watching the show and the audience was clapping to that. But I didn't agree with that as well. I think you know, at the end of the day, the difference here is there's a human life. But when you pay for a service and you don't get it, you should be, it's you know something should be done about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because and it's not I'm chump just, change. It's not chump change to go through that stuff. It's like right. thirty, I'm sure, thousand dollars. I'm sure somewhere in somebody's data bank, it has the the files as to what they requested when they ordered that service. If oh, it's in black and white, found, it's, they've if already it's in black found and white. They've already found a mistake. There, it was one number off. It was I one think number they're, off. They're, the, I'm the sorry. They hand wrote. They didn't even. They didn't have a machine to label it. They hand wrote it. That's how the error happened. Wow. Yeah, they, I guess the order was supposed to be three thirty-eight, and they got three eighty-three. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Somebody's getting a new house. Yeah, they're gonna get it though. All right, last story. Then our question today. So, a twenty-five-year-old uh, veteran teacher in uh, in Arizona, she was fired because she had one black child in her uh, classroom, and he was being bullied and bullied and bullied. And so. One day she got fed up when she overheard and she went over to the students and she started going in on them and called one of them ugly, basically trying to give them a taste of their own medicine. And so a lot of people have said, of course, obviously she did not um, handle the situation correctly, but they went to the school board and she was voted four to one to be fired. 
Do you think she deserves to be fired? I'm confused as to what happened. So she, she she's a teacher, right. and she was in class, and she overheard. was she, she kept overhearing. Oh. According to her, she kept hearing kids bully this one black kid, and mm-hmm. then she finally got fed up and went to them and started yelling at those kids and called one of them ugly. Right. She gave them a taste right. of their own medicine. Right. And so um, she was fired. She's been wor- working there for 25 years. And now there's a go go funding whatever that website is where people raise money and they're trying to um, get her to get her job back. But people feel like she should have been retired. There's been some uh, positive and negative comments, but most of them have been positive about her teaching. She's always been a great teacher, and you know I maybe she didn't. Sh- I think what they should do is retire her at full benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's been there 25 years, she's definitely have served our community or that community. Yeah. Um, but I do not think she handled the situation responsibly because I think right. if you show kids, especially children, you have to be. So you show right. them by being. So I think she could have handled that situation with the other kids by showing more compassion because it's almost like saying the death penalty is uh, killing is wrong and then believing fully that everybody who commits murder should be put to death. You know what I mean? Like right. that's yeah. that. That doesn't that doesn't make sense, you know. Uh, I think that you going out and and speaking to the children in the same way that they were speaking to that child just reinforces that. I think right. by showing them a different way of doing it would have been the best way to go by you know maybe having patience and teaching them other ways and and really trying to be compassionate to them as as she would want them to be that child. I know it's harder said and done, especially when you're dealing with a lot of kids, but kids mm-hmm. learn more. By example, so I think she has served the community, and she sounds like a good person with good intentions. She just right. didn't go out of the right way. I think that she should be retired at full benefit. Okay. She get what you just go ahead and just give her a retirement, anyways. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I, I think that I think that the punishment was a little strict. For her, I agree. I think that she should she should have either been retired with benefits, or she should have been. It's, you know, I think everything, especially when you're dealing with students, is a teacher, is a teacher lesson, you know what I mean, teacher moment. So maybe she should have been suspended and come back and then kind of explain to the students, you know, had more, have more of a discussion because even though, because she's the adult here, so you don't know what she said to the kids, how that could affect the kids down the line. So it needs to be something that needs to be addressed at a higher level, but I don't know if she should have been terminated. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's and you say she should, she, should have, she should have used that, the school in her should have, Use right. that moment as a teachable moment for mm-hmm. her to come back and say, I did wrong, so I exactly. got punished, man, and here is my exactly. consequences. Here is what's mm-hmm. going to be your consequences if you follow. Yeah, that could have been a teachable moment. No, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, before we go to break, uh, Walt is here. So um, before we go to break, I want to let you know we always ask the question of the day. Go on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what your thoughts. The question of the day, and I want to hear Chica and Ms. Parker, your thoughts. Do you believe couples should live together before marriage? Actually, I just read an article about that today. That's funny you asked. Um, the article was about 10, 10 things you didn't know affect marriages or something like that. And one mm-hmm. of those things where that study has shown that most couples who uh, live together before getting married, um, it doesn't, it does, it's not a benefit. So it doesn't make a difference. So they were doing things that would make a difference in saving a marriage or having marriages last longer than marriages that did not. And they mm-hmm. found living together, which most people think living together, you get more acquaintance with the person and you're able to make a better decision. That did not. That was not the fact. The fact was that most people who move in after marriage actually stay together longer. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's quite interesting. And then, I, uh, Chica, I want you to answer too, but before um, Van Smith, he actually went to school together. He's actually an attorney now. He said that he, he said what you said in terms of a research. That's what they're saying. That uh, they live together first. They usually get have a higher divorce rate. But he also said that people with graduate degrees are 12, have a 12% divorce rate. So he's saying the education and age helps in terms of how successful relationships could be. That was interesting to me. I never heard that. Yeah, I found that interesting, too. I read that also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Chica? Hey, I, I'm all for living together first. I I will go on record <laughs> as saying I believe that people are weird, and I want to know you're crazy <laughs> before I put a ring on it. I need to know how cuckoo you are, because we may be cuckoo together, but I need to know okay, just how weird, cuckoo you are. Weird is not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, but I need to know your levels. Like, how, how deep is it into your pH balance? I need to know. Living with you, I will find that out. <laughs> well, we want to hear from you at home, so go to Twitter or Facebook. Let us know your thoughts. Should couples live together prior to marriage? And we'll be right back after this. That's too funny. <laughs> You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind everyone to go to BudgetShopaholic.com for generic updates on where you can find the, uh, the hottest sales. But our first guest is a self-taught and motivated musical genius who has opened for acts such as Alicia Keys, Justin Timberlake, Carl Thomas, and many more. Additionally, he has, helped, he has appeared on various TV shows, headlined and open tours for various artists. Please help me welcome the talented Walt Anderson. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. What's up, How you Pretty good, good man. Pretty good. All right. So I was Thanks listening to the music, and I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I listen to the music, and oh, yeah, he, he's definitely doing it. Tell everyone how you kind of got your start. Um, uh, You know, like most R&B uh, singers, I started in church. Okay. <clears throat> um, I started out playing instrument in church. I was playing the drums. My dad was playing the uh, keyboard at the time, and... He had a we had a little small storefront church, and mm-hmm. um, eventually he had moved on to another church, and there was no it was just me on the drums. So you know everything didn't sound right with just me on the drums. So I eventually moved to the keyboard, started like picking up songs and listening to the radio, just teaching myself how to play. Eventually, yeah. started started playing the keyboard and playing for church and singing, and just took off from there. And I heard you, you, you're self-taught, right? Is that correct? Self-taught? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just like, wow. yeah, I got, I kind of got thrown on the keyboard um, at church and, you know, I just started picking stuff up and um, I would go home and listen to the radio. And that's where wow. I would practice. That was my practice. So I listen to the radio, try to pick out songs and play them. And then I go to church and do the same thing. And eventually it just started to come, you know what I mean? Wow. So yep. I, I believe uh, a lot of times some of the better singers can play piano. 
because you can hear the notes better and hear the keys. You know, yeah. I can't play the piano. I, I sing, but I can't play the piano. <laughs> but do you agree with that? Do you agree with that for most artists? Um, I think that um, I wouldn't say maybe play so much play, but maybe can pick out songs. Like a lot of people can't play, but they can sit next to a keyboard and, and pick out a song. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. you don't necessarily have to be able to play, but um, a lot of good singers, I would say, like you are correct in that, in that aspect, a lot of good singers can sit down and say, all right, this is the note that I just hit. And right. They can yeah, pick, yeah. pick out different things that they can do like to help them with the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I remember when I was doing vocal lessons years ago, you know, having for the uh, the person that hit the, the key on the piano and you have to, mm-hmm. having to match that note, you know, if you're not listening, you're going to miss all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to get that. <laughs> right. But anyway, so how did you get to um, to where you are today? What were some of the process you had to go through? Um, well, after that, I was um, I had started to rap, and I uh, had a rap group with my brother Andre. Um, we called ourselves Brinks, and we, you know we came we became like local celebrities in our hometown because we sat sold CDs in the stores. You know, at that time they had like Sam Goody and all the CD stores out there. It wasn't like an online driven uh, industry, so people would see our, our rap CD on the shelf just with everybody else's CDs, so, you know, they was wondering how we did it, and they thought we were all over the world, but we were just in our hometown, but, wow. uh, you know, that's how we kind of got our start, like, that, that kind of made me say, you know what, I like, you know, this is what I like to do, making people happy from enjoying the music that I do, so, um, my singing happened, I guess, through doing those CDs, because, um, I guess you would call me, like, a little type of Something what Drake was is doing now. Okay. Um, I would sing on a, I would sing on a lot of our hooks and rap, mm-hmm. you know, rap on a song, but sing a lot of the hooks. So that's how I kind of developed singing, and um, from there I went to making the band, and I actually I when making the band I went there actually I was in line to rap, mm-hmm. um, and I just seen all the everybody you know you get to hear like the 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 last four or five people ahead of you, so you get right. Like, see what happens so um as i've seen people just kind of getting cut off like the first two measures like first two breaths yeah. really <laughs> yeah um i was like you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna sing like i'm gonna just do something different so <laughs> right. i ended up singing and uh ended up making it to all the other auditions wow yeah how, how was that experience though uh it was it was a good experience uh, um a lot of stuff they didn't show Obviously, you know, on TV they mm-hmm. they show all the drama and all the right, you yeah. know, the bad stuff. But we had a lot of good moments, you know, where we got to really learn a lot of the business and we had fun. You know, we did actually have fun and go bowling and out okay. to parties and chill with Diddy and you know, we had a lot of good stuff um, happen. I learned a lot, you know, what I mean, on that show. So it was a very how, good experience. How was it like uh, being around Diddy? Um. Yeah, at first you get a little star, you know, I guess a little right, star. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being around, you know, such greatness. But uh, he's um, he's pretty cool, though. Like, a lot of stuff on camera was, you can see, is, is just for the camera. Right, yeah. Although a lot yeah. of although a lot of it's real, you know, a lot of it is, um, you know, when the cameras were off, he would have, you know, real conversations with us. And that's okay. what meant a lot. Those, those meant a lot to us, you know what I mean, when he would sit us down yeah. and, really talk to us and, you know, school 
a few things, and you know the cameras go back on, and then he he's a you know You're back in the mode, a, a jerk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but now nah, he's cool though. He's real cool. <laughs> so like I said, you've opened up Felicia Keys, Justin Timberlake, Freddie Jackson, uh-huh. Shanti, Wyclef, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. Well, who was the first person you opened for? Um, wow, first person I opened for. Well, I guess the first celebrity I probably sang in front of was Diddy for the making the band. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Since then, I, I've done a lot of um, opening up for you know people different shows. Um, I guess the first, the first one was Ashanti um, mm. at the Taj Mahal. That was the Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. That was the first, first time. And I was and like, that was real big. What'd yeah. You How'd you get that gig? Um, at that time, my management uh, hooked me up with that gig. Um, you know, I had some connections. I had I had teamed up with uh, a management team out in New York after the show, and uh, you know they had some connections. And somehow I don't know how it worked out, but somehow they got me on that show. Yeah, yeah. because you work with so many, you know, top artists, you know, uh, high end artists. Mm-hmm. It, who is there anyone you've ever been starstruck when you first met them? Um, hmm. you know what? Long time ago. Well, yeah, a long time ago. I, um, my mom was friends with someone. Someone she grew up with. Her husband was heavily in the music business in Atlanta. Okay. And um, he, we had the opportunity to go live with them for a while because she got pregnant and she wanted my mom to help her take care of, you know, her her through her pregnancy. You know, mm-hmm. to be there as a friend. So right. we ended up moving out there for like a year and a half. And, you know, I, I got to hang with her husband. And he mm-hmm. knew everybody. Um, he took me everywhere. And the first the first celebrity I met was a uh, kid from Kid and Play. He, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, he was uh, hopping out the limo. And um, I was walking into the office with, the, with her husband, with the guy. And... Um, you know, I he they opened the limo door and I just looked at him and I just froze like <laughs> just froze wow. in my face and yeah. yeah. it was cool though because, you know, that surprise look, that Macaulay Calkin look, I, I got that. <laughs> but then he was he was cool about it because he did the same thing back to me and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> broke the ice uh, real quick, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was like the first that was the start. After that, you know, it was just um Yeah. You know, I started to meet a whole lot of people, so you know, um, it got a little easier after that. So you don't give any names, but have you have you ever met, you know, someone that we see on TV every day or, or we love their music and you had an idea of what you thought they were and then you met them and they, it wasn't a good experience? Have you had that happen? You said, you said it wasn't a good? Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a time, actually. Um, mm. It was during the time we was on a show. Um, we was in the studio with Diddy and... Jay Z ended up coming in there. Uh, we was all just hanging out in the lobby. Um mm-hmm. the band the the band the making the band cast and Diddy, Jay Z and there was uh oh man, somebody from one of the rappers, uh mm-hmm. he sang uh Mary oh, I forget the song. But anyway, he was uh I think the only reason he gave me a bad impression was because he was drunk and high. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was uh <laughs> Oh, the bull sings Renee. Renee, what's the bull who sings Renee? Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, he was yeah. in there just tripping, man. Like he was 
I don't know what was wrong with him. <laughs> Wow. Well, he was, uh, wow. well, I, I think it was just the alcohol and all that. Yeah, it was alcohol. He was on that salt, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. your music. So, you know, who are some of your early influences, and, and how do you describe your music? Wow. Um, I guess um, my mom, she used to have a lot of boys to men playing. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, or a lot of Freddie Jackson. He was mm-hmm. always in the player. You know, of course, she loved Phyllis Hyman too. But yeah. but um, I I listened to a lot of that. You know, even when I was learning mm-hmm. how to play, I would I would try to play those songs and you know teach myself how to play piano to those songs. So mm-hmm. I guess I mean I, if you say influence, I guess that would be an influence. But now I guess I would compare myself to like like a John Legend slash yeah. Trey song Trey songs like and a mixture because. And one, you know, I could, I do, when I do my live show, I do, you know, stand up and engage the audience and sing with the mic and, you know, do all that girl stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I play instruments too. So I can still right. do a John Legend feel to my, sh- element to my show. So it's kind of like a nice. Yeah. And, and so we're playing two of your songs tonight. We're playing, uh, in our next half hour, we're playing tonight. We're playing, uh, the other one. I just had, oh, Without You. I, um, I love oh, okay. both of them. Tell us about those ones. Oh, um, Without You is actually produced by Philly um, native. His um, name is Saram. And uh, he, he does a lot of hit records. He just had a, um, went uh, gold, one of his records with um, Lil Wayne. So he oh, okay. he produced that record. I can't remember what it's called right now, but um, yeah, we do a lot of tracks together. And Without You, that's just, you know, some songs I write that are true, some are not. Some parts of, parts of it are true. Right. And, um, this one just kind of came to me from an experience. Um, okay. Part part of the song came from an experience I was with uh, that happened. And then uh, tonight, you know, that was produced by a buddy of mine named Harry Wilson. Uh, he's a dope producer as well. He plays guitar. He's been on the road with John Legend and a lot of other people. Um, and that one's just, you know, that's the baby making music. You know, you always got to have right, one. Right, yeah. You got to have one. <laughs> got to have so, one. So, uh, but that's my baby making song. So, you know, <laughs> hope everybody enjoys it and make some more babies. Make some more babies that you can, that you can afford, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you working right. on right now? Right now I'm working on um, videos and, and, and recording. Um, okay. I'm working with a lot of producers still. Um Carvin Hagens, I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's responsible for music, Soul Child's Love, and okay, Buddy, yeah. and uh, Half Crazy. So we worked on oh, some yeah. stuff together. Um, working with a lot of other producers in Philly and the surrounding areas. Always looking for other producers to work with. Um, uh-huh. But right now, I'm, I'm I'm focused on you know a lot of video work and studio work, so that way I can put visuals to my songs and people can oh, watch yeah. them. And, Download mm-hmm. them and all that. So, well, tell everybody where they can keep up with you and and know everything that's going on with your career. Yeah, they, you guys can find me at uh, Walk on the Keys, and that's pretty much everywhere. So, on Twitter, it's Walt on the Keys. On Facebook, it's Walt on the Keys. Uh, Instagram, it's Walt on the Keys. So everything is Walt on the Keys. So you know, you find that name, you'll find me. Well, answer, man, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight, and I wish you all the best with uh, upcoming music. I uh, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Definitely. No problem.
Take care. All right, you too. All right. And for more information about Walt Anderson, you can go to our Facebook page. There's a link. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for joining us tonight. 
I'm doing great, thank you. We've had a busy day in office today, so I'm just grateful to be on this interview tonight. I understand that. Well, you know, I was going over the concept, reading the concept for you, Buzzin', and it's very interesting. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, Ubuzzin is a platform for independent and underground artists. Um, basically, we have no limitations or no boundaries, and we allow artists to just express themselves and build a buzz. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, we have monthly contests, and um, we just recently had our second contest start this Sunday, um, the 5th, and the contest consists of song covers. Um, so artists can go to ubuzzin.com, read over the terms and conditions, and um, submit a song cover for the contest. And we have four different categories as well. Okay. We and what are Ariana, those categories? I'm sorry. Uh, we have, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, <laughs> we have Ariana, our first song category is um, Ariana Grande, Problem. And then uh, we have Stay With Me by Sam Smith, Shake mm. It Off by Taylor Swift. And then we also have our Sushi Buzzing Contest winner, Abby Knights, and she's actually from Atlanta. We have her song Promise on there as well. Wow. Wow. Yes. And, and and I know, uh, Chike, you went to an event you all held. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yes. We actually just had a press conference last Thursday um, in our office. Our office is located in Philadelphia. So um, Chike was at the event, and, you know, he did a little bit of video with me and um, some of the other people and from Ubuzz, and I'm actually part of the marketing team there. So okay. um, we just showed a little presentation, um, showed their uh, the contest video, and um, let them know about you buzzing. And um, Chiki, Chike, I'm sorry, was very interested in um, knowing a little bit more and actually set up this interview, and we're mm-hmm. on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what was the um, – what was the how did this idea come to be? Like how did, you know, you buzzing, I think it's a great idea, but how did the concept come to be? The concept? Um, well, basically, yeah. our founder, he was basically an artist. He is an artist. Um, and he was a struggling artist, and he met up with his computer geek, which is basically our technical guy. And mm-hmm. he pitched it, He pitched the whole Ubuzzin and uh, what he wanted to do for artists who were struggling and give them a platform and give them a voice to be able to produce their music. A lot of artists, you know, they don't have funds and stuff like that right. for, for you know, to make a music video or even a photo shoot or to mm-hmm. even go to the studio, which is the most important thing. So right, yeah. um, he decided to make this platform, which was our website, um, and hold these monthly contests to give artists an opportunity to create a buzz in their city. Because there's so many underground and independent artists that mm-hmm. need to get seen and have their voices heard. Right, yeah. And, and the prizes are, are good. They're really good prizes. Can you talk, share some of the prizes that you all Um Yes. The, the prizes are, I'm sorry, the prizes are amazing. They're that exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, they <laughs> um, are. Our, first, our first contest winner, um, she was Abby Knight. She actually won our first $5,000 cash prize. Um, and actually, this contest, each cover, um, there's a $1,000 prize for each cover, and there's four different wow. covers. So wow. each you could enter all the covers if you like, and all you have to do is get your fans to come vote for you on ubuzzin.com. Um, it's a very easy process. They, get, they don't have to sign in or anything. They can just come vote for you and or share your music, whatever, um, mm-hmm. all right there on ubuzzin.com. And for artists, like, actually upload yeah, the cover. Oh, good, good. No, you're good. I'm sorry. Keep... Okay. Um, for artists, no, actually, upload <laughs> – upload. <laughs> To upload their cover, um, all they have to do is sign in and create an account 
Um, and once they create an account, um, they can download the instrumental and the art, the artist lyrics right there on buzzing.com. So everything's right there, good to go for them. They just got to record it, upload their song cover, and submit. Wow. Now, what do you do if you get a submission that maybe the artist needs a little more practice? <laughs> they still get the same. Uh... Um, I mean, to be honest, um, we haven't had any submissions like that where we've had to, like, okay. think, like, okay, you know, this artist isn't really that serious. Um, right, yeah. You know, our, our last song contest was really effective. We had um, 100 songs submitted and over wow. 44,000 views on our website. Mm, that's so, big. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really, really big for um, just starting as a platform. And this is just the beginning for you, Buzzin. We have, we have something even greater um, for the, everybody to see. So it's just uh, we tell everybody to stay tuned and really Buzzin is going to be something big in the music industry. I thought you were going to give us a little sneak uh peek of what's going on, but I understand we'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta wait for that. Yeah, just stay stay tuned to you buzzing dot com and um, you know, just stay tuned. That's all I gotta say about that. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. And you're also on Instagram and I and I noticed correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but you posted some of the videos on there. So I guess the winners. Their their videos are posted on there, snippets of it. Um, yeah, there is snippets of it mm. and you can also mm. on our website you can click on um if you click on Abby Knight's cover um, that'll take us take you to the YouTube link where it has her video. Okay. She flew up. She flew up. To, we flew her up to Philadelphia. Got her a room. Um, you know, she never been to Philadelphia before, so she got to see downtown mm. and a lot of historical parts of Philadelphia. Yeah. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, tell everybody again where they need to go to be connected with uh, you, buddy. All right. I need all of you artists, independent, underground, to go to www.ubuzzin.com. And check everything out. Make sure you read over the terms and conditions before you submit for the contest, please. And um, we can be found on Instagram at UBuzzin and on Twitter at underscore UBuzzin. We're also on Facebook as well. Facebook, Facebook, UBuzzin as well, correct? Yeah, everything is UBuzzin except for Twitter is underscore UBuzzin. Okay. Well, Leanne, thank you so much for taking the time. I think this is a great platform, and I think a lot of, because there are a lot of talented artists out there that just don't know how to take it to the next step or how to be seen, and this is just exactly. another great platform for them to be exposed. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us tonight. Thank you so much for having us, and um, I can't wait for all the artists that listen to this to take part in the content. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You have a good night. Thank you. You too. Take care. You too. And for more information about you, Buzz, and go to our Facebook page. There's a link where you can sign up and figure and see what they have going on. We'll work right back after this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go into Stephen's playlist. As you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during this segment, and uh, we select artists to, to feature, <laughs> to, feature to, to play their music, uh, some great music, actually. But tonight we're playing both major and independent artists, and if you're interested in being featured on Stephen's playlist, email us at Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com 
attach one or two songs, your bio, one or two promotional pictures, and remember that all songs must be edited for, for radio, meaning no cursing. So we definitely look forward to hearing your work. Also, we've had a lot of great talent um, emails at the Stephen I Show uh, at gmail.com through our website, and they have submitted their work and, uh, you know, authors and actors and actresses and artists uh, and continue to do that because we definitely, you know, take your submissions and consider them as topics for our show. So definitely go there. But let's get into this music. The first song is by tonight's guest, Walt Anderson, entitled Tonight. Check it out and enjoy Stephen Foley. I apologize. We're waiting to get the song queued up. <laughs> uh, like I said, I want to thank our guest tonight while I'm waiting. Uh, Walt Anderson about to play a song tonight. He said it's his baby making song, so definitely check that out. And also, you buzzing. It's a great platform for uh, independent artists or artists that need a little bit more exposure. You know, if you have that talent, they will help you propel your career to the next level. So I think it's a great, a great uh, idea. And what they're doing there, like they said, they flew up the winner to come shoot her video in Philadelphia, flew her up, meaning they flew her up. So these people have money. They're giving away big cash prizes to the winners. And if you have your fan base or you want to grow your fan base, it's the way to do it, definitely a way to do it. So definitely go to youbuzzing.com, connect with them, and uh, and and uh, do that. Well, we're going to play Walt's song in a second. Um, we're having some technical difficulty with that. But right now we're going to play last week's guest, Jody uh, Watley. Remember, she had the song Nightlife, which we love. We'll play that. So enjoy.
Atlanta kid. He's your boy. Yours and Janelle. It's a cold, 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 cold world. Yeah. I've been running these streets for so long. Trying to quit the game, but I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, trying to keep my balance, walking on a righteous path. Wondering why so many things inside my life is bad. Trying to do what's right, but everything around me's wrong. Starting to lose faith, cause God don't answer when I call. Guess I'm just a victim, struggling to beat the system. My circumstances make me feel I'm trapped in these conditions. Wanna escape, but my reality is cold and vicious. Wow. Trying to do the right thing, but does it make a difference? Sitting here alone now, thinking to myself now. Thinking how I made it this far without no help now. The streets was my daddy now. The drug game was handed down. Thugs and them hustlers on the corners and the
been so caught up here all this time While inside I've been slowly dying I don't feel like you've been trying Can't you see we're so divided Tonight, I want to thank our guests, Walt Anderson and Leanne uh, Burrell from UBuzzing for joining us tonight. Everyone, go on our Facebook page and, and link up with these people and find out what they're doing, doing some awesome things, things that help your career if you're an artist out there. Thank you for all for listening tonight. Have a great week. God bless. Peace. Entrepreneurs on the moon, we shape the life for a better tomorrow.